He's not messing this one up. I think he's probably excited to hear this one on there. I think he I is. definitely almost got this one. Considering he's in radio, so he's got no money. Well, I don't know if that's true. Oh, I do. It's true. <laughs> anyway, uh, Clinton Wilkins is in the house. He's our mortgage guru. That's what I call him. Does anybody else call you that, by the way? Is no, but I think it's going to start sticking, and I think I might just put it in my name. So it's going to be like on your Clinton card? Wilkins, Mortgage Guru. That's my actual name, you know? Okay, so tell us, uh, uh, first off, before we get into this about your business, how, how you know, what do you guys do, all that stuff for those who are just tuning in for the first time? So you haven't, if you haven't heard me on here before, yep. um, you know, I'm a fixture here. We get new here. listeners every week. Yeah, so. exactly. Yeah. I'm a fixture here at 90, uh, 5.7. News yes. FM. Yes. And, you know, we're here to answer as many questions as we can for the public. And it's really around education. And what I always say to consumers is, you know, seek the advice of an unbiased mortgage professional. Mm-hmm. We are not biased towards what lender we end up doing a mortgage with. We're biased to our consumers. So I think that's so super important. I've been in the industry for 13 years. And just over the last 10 years, my office has been in Dartmouth and we funded over half a billion dollars worth of mortgage transactions. So we've seen a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we have a really great team. We're able to work through a lot of um you know, great pricing for clients, great service, great advice. And sometimes when clients have a bit of a challenge, we're able to work through that too, just based on the experience that we have. And uh, today we're going to talk a little bit about first-time home buyers. And yep. there's been some news lately this week around the incentive that the government's going to be offering. Okay, before we get to that, the phone number, by the way, in case you're sitting out there and you're one of these people that is in the midst of a mortgage issue, and it could be, look, we talked about immigration earlier today. There's a lot of mm-hmm. new people to the to the area as well, to the country. They may be saying, hey, can I get a mortgage? Do I qualify for a mortgage? First-time home buyers, whatever your situation is, if you've got questions and you're curious, where do I even start? What might I need? Give us a call, and Clinton is here to answer those questions. And the way that you call us is 902-405-6000 in the local area. Again, 902-405-6000, or you can reach us at 877-801-8255. If you've got a question, don't be nervous. He's easy to talk to. Hit us. Hit That's us with right. Your Give us a call, and we will answer your questions. I won't. Clinton will. I could try, but it'd be erroneous. I think that might be interesting. <laughs> Maybe we can just switch seats here and see what happens. Maybe we could. <laughs> so, uh, again, uh, just quickly, first-time home buyers. what's the latest on that program and all of that? Because so there's, there's been lots of news. There. Yeah, there's been lots of uh, information in the news lately, especially this week. Uh, there's been some clarif- clarification from the federal government around their incentives that are starting. So yeah. uh, a couple of the points were they started 35000 from an RRSP or 70000 from a couple. That started mm-hmm. right away. Uh, that's been increased from 25000 or 50000 for a couple. So it makes a big difference. So you difference. don't have to pay it back, right? Hang yeah, on. Yeah. Before we get into the weeds, i got a caller, and they take precedent. Oh, over yeah. We want, to talk, we want to talk to Okay. Uh, we got Matt Caledonians. on the phone. Matt, how are you? Good, guys. How are you doing? Doing well. Great. What's your happy question? Saturday. Yes, happy Saturday. What's your question? Well, this is uh, an odd one. Um, so, sorry, what's the gentleman's name with the mortgage? Clinton. It's Clinton. Clinton. Hi, Clinton. Hi, how are okay. you? Good. Um, so, I have a cannabis cultivation facility, uh, uh-huh. medical marijuana facility, um, located in Nova Scotia. So, the corporation is building the cultivation center. There is a home nearby that we want to use for the living quarters for our employees. Yep. So, it's a bank-owned property. Um, uh-huh. I was able to... It's it's right now in the process of being closed on. Um, I'll just say the number, $50,000. Uh, 
So originally, we wanted to mortgage it through the cannabis company, the corporation. But we're having a real difficult time even establishing bank accounts to traditional banks. Mm-hmm. So the concern is, if I buy this with cash, the corporation, and make improvements to the home, and let's say we get it evaluated uh, significantly higher and want to refinance, I'm worried that I'm going to have trouble refinancing with the home being owned by the corporation. Yeah, and now I just don't know if I should buy it myself and just rent it out to the corporation. Great, great, great question. We get to ask this question every single day. Honestly, the easiest thing and the path of least resistance. He just hung up, so he's yeah, listening. It's yeah. all good. Okay, yeah. So the easiest um, point for in terms of a rental property is if you're going to own rentals, typically we say the rule of thumb is you can have up to five properties, and typically we like to see rentals as single families two-unit, three-unit, four-unit. That can all be done through the residential channel. And the residential channel means you're going to get the best rates and it's going to be the easiest approvals. So that being said, you can definitely put a residential property in a commercial name, but oftentimes you have to go through the commercial channel, which Mm -hmm. is much more challenging and it can be much more costly. So the path of least resistance, I think the right answer is put that in your own personal name, pay cash, get the property improved, and then you can do a refinance up to 80% of the value of that property. So I think putting it in your personal name and renting it back to the corporation is the way right. to go. So you say you get that every day. That's every day. Question? Is Everybody right? wants to put rental properties in a corporation name. You know, people, you know, rich dad, poor dad, everybody wants yeah. to be buying properties. But the path of least resistance is yeah. putting it in your personal name. And then you're going to get the tax credits. And, you know, maybe down the road, I, you know, you can put something in a, in a corporation name. But anytime you're going to get a commercial mortgage, so let's say it's five units plus. Like mm-hmm. I've been working on a couple 10-unit purchases those are great for a corporation name because you're going to get a commercial mortgage anyway. Right. Right? Yeah. Um, but I think the small rentals, personal name is the way to go. Okay. Uh, calls just like that, questions just like that. That's what we're looking for today, 902-405-6000. If you've got questions related to mortgages, commercial, residential, down payments, whatever it might be, again, 902-405-6000 or 877 so back to the first time home buyer program. So just for people so people who don't know and understand, if you have money in an RSP and you want to use that for a down payment, if you're a first time home buyer, you can take that money and you don't have to pay the interest or you don't have to pay the tax, tax. on it. So right? the way that it works is you can take up to thirty five thousand out as a first time home buyer or seventy thousand as a couple. Quite a bit. It's quite a bit of money. Yeah. You have fifteen years to put the money back into the RSP without being taxed on it. Right. So that for the first year you don't have to put the money back. And then after that you have basically fifteen years to put the money back in. You know, it's a great solution for people who want to be a first-time home buyer. You're essentially borrowing from yourself on a tax-free basis. You've already had the tax benefit for putting that money into the RSP, mm-hmm. and you're basically able to lend yourself the money tax-free. I think it's a great solution, and typically, that's the very first question that we ask consumers. What assets do you have? Our RSPs, investment savings, mm-hmm. and we love our RSPs for a down payment. Now, a couple little tidbits that are changing. As of January 1st, if you become separated or divorced, you're able to become a first-time homebuyer again and access your RRSP. Mm-hmm. Separations happen all the time. We've all been through breakups, um, but the government is going to allow you then to become a first-time homebuyer again as of the first of the year. So that's quite exciting for people. And there's been some clarification this week and a lot of noise in the media around the new incentive that's coming out. So for first-time homebuyers, if you buy a resale property the federal government would lend you hypothetically 5%. From CMHC, right? From CMHC, that's correct. And then for a new construction property, they would lend you up to 10%. 
The way the program works is you can make a maximum of $120,000, and typically the maximum purchase price of the property would be about five hundred k, which works great for Halifax and Atlantic Canada. Mm-hmm. So this program is really targeted for us and targeted for the prairies okay. because they really want to drive first-time home buyers and they want to drive home ownership in Canadians. I think it's part of the Canadian dream. Now, the really the big piece around the clarification is that 5% or 10% from CMHC will be registered as a second mortgage. It's it's interest-free. You don't need to make a payment. But when you sell the property, CMHC would realize a percentage of the the gain. Or they would realize a percentage of the loss. Mm -hmm. So let's say that you buy a a property for for $300,000 and you hold on to it for 10 years and it's $500,000. Then CMHC is going to get paid back more than that 5% because they're going to get a piece of the action Mm -hmm. on the value of the increase. And chances are in Halifax, we've had very steady prices. You know, we've had 1%, 2%, 3% growth. But we're in a position where, you know, I think it's been coined a little bit of the boom town. So we're seeing a lot of price increases because the market is quite hot right now. And we're more in a buyer's market than we are in a seller's market. Mm -hmm. So... You know, some consumers are asking me, you know, when they're getting pre-approved, should they wait for this incentive program, which is supposed to roll out in September? I think it's great for consumers that their budget is tight. You're still going to get, you know, the qualifications are still going to be under the same rules. But if you want a little bit of a payment break in terms of making your mortgage payment and you're willing to take the risk that Mm -hmm. the government's going to get a piece of your profit, I think it's right for those consumers. I think for for the consumers that can handle the mortgage payment and maybe if you're not buying at the top of your budget then I think that just going on your own is the way to go. With this program, you still need to put down a minimum of 5% from your own money. So mm-hmm. really, if it's a resale home, then it could be 10%. So five from you, five right. from the government. Yeah. But you really need to weigh your pros and cons about which way you think is the best way for you to go. And I think seeking the advice of an unbiased mortgage professional like yeah, myself I, is I, the way. I was going to mention that. I mean, for a lot of people right now, they're listening. Some people are getting it. A lot of people aren't. Mm-hmm. And that's just the nature of, of what we're talking about, right? So and it's, it's very complex. You know, this, very is, complex, this is the yeah. biggest purchase of people's lives. Right. I think buying a home is bigger than having a child or getting married. It's the biggest financial decision, typically, of people's mm-hmm. entire life. So I think getting that expert advice really has a value. Yeah, and that ties into what I'm, So when, when people come in and see you, and by the way, questions for Clinton, 902-405-6000. Want to hear what you, uh, what you have uh, for questions? Mortgage-related, 902-405-6000 or 877-801-8255. Do you do like, I'm sure it's almost like an investigation, right? You're, not investigation is not the right term, but discovery. Yeah. So You're I think sitting it's, down it, talking to people because they, they, they don't understand all this stuff, right? And 100%. So I see billboards all the time. You know, I'm on billboards that I see the 60-second or 30-second mortgage pre-qualification or mm-hmm. pre-approval. And really with us, it's more of a 60-minute meeting because I really want to learn about the consumer. I want to know about their income. I want to know about their assets and I want to know about their credit because I really want to put them in the best possible situation. And everybody's situation is a little bit different. Not all the rates are the same. Not all the products are the same. And every consumer is different. So I think that, you know, really looking at their entire situation and getting a really great pre-approval in place it's going to save that heartache down the road mm-hmm. for when you do make an offer on the property, you want yeah. to make sure you're going to get it. The market is hot. There are competing offers going on in Halifax and Atlanta, Canada right now. And houses are selling for more than sometimes the listing price. So it's getting very competitive. And I think having a really good, solid pre-approval in place up front, you know, is really super important. You okay. know, I think it's great. Sounds good. Uh, we've got phone lines open, folks. We've got to take a break, but uh, I want to hear from people. I want to I want to hear your questions. I know that the, you people are out there right now listening, and you'd like to know some things about an, an existing mortgage. You could be renewing, whatever it might be, 902-405-6000 or 877-801-8255. We'll be right back.
You know this song, do you, Clint? How wouldn't I know it? I don't. You don't know it? What is Maybe it? Maybe you need a little bit more. You know? You don't no, know it? I you don't no know clue. this band? No. What One is of it? the biggest bands in the entire world. What is it? ABBA? Yes. Oh, okay. Oh, my goodness. Well, Tom. now I know. I knew once the singing started. I'm being ridiculed. Matt knows. That's right. Matt likes ridiculing me. He likes exposing my naivete. That's all right. Yeah, that's we don't right. mind. No, we don't mind. Uh, give us a call. Uh, Clinton Wilkins is in the house, our mortgage guru, mortgage specialist. Can answer any mortgage-related question that you have. I would go out on a limb to say that there's nobody more knowledgeable than this guy when it comes to mortgages. Would you agree with that? I would say that I wrote the book on mortgage lending because I actually did. So <laughs> I don't know if that gives me any credibility or not, but I can tell you, you know, we funded almost 2,500 transactions, so I've seen a lot. Excellent. Okay, so 902-405-6000, that's the way to reach us, and you can talk to this guy, 902-405-6000, or 877-801-8255. Peter, did you have something you wanted to ask? Yeah, actually, I did. How are you? Good. How are you doing? Well, go ahead. Uh, pretty good. Um I know that uh, in uh, in British Columbia, they're doing an investigation now into uh, a lot of money laundering involved mm-hmm. in the uh, in Vancouver housing market. Yeah, which is kind of like my brother was—I don't know—it's like seven hundred thousand dollars for a one-bedroom mm-hmm. condo. And uh, I noticed that house prices and condo prices in Halifax are seem to be inflated to me. And I'm wondering if you're seeing the same thing in this market, whereas a lot of foreign money is coming mm-hmm. in and artificially raising the house prices in Halifax. Or is it the house prices in Halifax due solely to the uh, demand of the people coming in from the outskirts mm-hmm. and, of course, our uh, flood of immigration? I'd be curious as to why uh, the house prices are so high. Well, I think one of the biggest issues right now is around supply. We have more demand on the market than we do supply, and I think it's a natural kind of thing that's happening here in Halifax. And so the demand is from... uh, people abandoning their uh, homes. I think people are coming from the outskirts for sure, but I think that we're having yeah. po- we're having positive migration from Ontario, from BC, from the prairies. We're having people that are coming from these other areas of Canada and moving to Halifax because you know home ownership can be obtainable here. Still, our average house price is in the three hundred thousand dollar range, which is one of the lowest even across the country. And I think that our prices have been artificially low compared to maybe some of the other areas in the country. We've only had one, two, three percent price growth. And now we're coming more into line potentially with the rest of the market. I'm not saying that we're ever going to be a Toronto or a Vancouver, well, but I think that I we might not. be more more in line with maybe yeah. a Montreal yeah. or, Peter, or an Ottawa. Peter, good question. Okay, Thanks for the call. I appreciate it. I, I just got to, I just had to move on. Uh, something I wanted to ask you about is to that, if somebody has scandalous amount of money, I don't know, mm-hmm. whatever they, or maybe they, and perhaps they want to purchase something, say, I want to buy cash. I want to pay cash for a house. I think the smart people get a mortgage. Right, and I get this right. question so, every day. And, 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 and let's talk about that. Because why? Because the cost of money is so low. Right, the cost of borrowing. The cost of borrowing is so, yeah. so low. So right now you can get a five-year fixed mortgage for approximately 2.79, which is almost free. We're like, we're on the race to the bottom here. Right. And typically the smart buyers and investors, they know they can make more than 3% on their money in the markets. 
And and pretty conservatively as well. And, Very and a bond fund or something like that's probably going to give mm-hmm. you three to five or some for whatever it might be. Easily, easily. Yeah. And the smart consumers typically, if you have a bag of money, they're not maybe going to the Canadian Mortgage House and Corporation for insurance. They'll mm-hmm. put a minimum of twenty percent down. But we see those consumers every day. I see consumers in my office that own their properties free and clear, but want to put on a home equity line of credit or mortgage on their property for investment purposes. Right. Okay, 902-405-6000. We've got a bit of time left at the bottom of the hour. Again, 902-405-6000 if you've got a mortgage-related question or 877-801-8255. What are some of the things, because people are going to be calling you this week after hearing you on the show because they will be calling you. They do. They, every, every, every time I'm on, do, my phone right. just rings. So it, to prepare for that, what are some things that you need to see to get the file started, that you're going to ask them anyway? What do people need to compile for a meeting with you? Great question. So we always ask for three years of your address, three years of your work history, and we always ask for your income documents up front and a list of your assets and values. So depending on what type of income you have, you'll know what type of documents you need to bring. So if you're salaried, maybe we need your recent T4 and a pay stub. Mm -hmm. If you're hourly or if you're on commission or you have some variable income, we'll ask for a pay stub in the last two years of your T4s. If you're self-employed, then we'll ask two years of your notice of assessments from CRA and two years of your uh, personal full-time Excellent. Got another question. Pete, how are you today? Morning, gentlemen. Oh, it's Pete the man. How are you, my friend? How are you? Doing all right. How about you, fellas? Doing well. What is your question, my friend? Looking for some free advice from Clinton. Love it. I love it. <laughs> Hit me. Awesome. I'm working you over. Perfect. So, gen- general situation, and hopefully this will be useful for, for others, too. Hopefully there's lots of us in a similar. Say someone uh, four years ago purchased a home for around 220 230 mm-hmm. It's in Central HRM, actually Dartmouth area. Um, and Dartmouth is prob- I haven't had a professional assessment done, but it's probably worth about 100000 more. Okay. Any advice? I think that that it opens up an interesting uh, kind of um, opportunity. Typically, having that type of price growth um, hasn't been super normal in all areas of HRM, but I can tell you Dartmouth specifically is very, very hot. Has they're selling in like a yeah, Dartmouth is selling in for like a one in like one business day sometimes. And um, I think in that specific scenario, it might make sense to do a refinance to be able to leverage the home to either improve it, invest the money, or consolidate some unsecured debt. So I think that's definitely a conversation that may be worthwhile. And I think there's opportunities maybe also to get a better interest rate. I don't know what the rates were when the house was purchased, but the rates right now are almost at historic lows. So there may be some conversation there either around refinancing or it might make sense to do a transfer even to another lender to get a lower rate and capitalize the cost to get out of the old one. So I think there's definitely a conversation there. Shop around, so to speak. Mm Mm-hmm. Or you could come and go see Clinton, Or Pete. come to see me, you yeah. Do, that's the way. I can sa- I can facilitate that, by the way, Pete. No problem at all. With, I think Todd knows for, where to find me. For a fee. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll be calling you, Clinton. Thanks for the advice. Okay. I appreciate it. Thanks, Thanks. Pete. Appreciate Never. it. You got it, my friend. Uh, so that's a good question, eh? Great question. Yeah. Do you find uh, that uh, you get at some point, does somebody hit you with a question and go, hmm, I never thought of that, or I've never been asked that, or you've heard it all at this point? I think nothing surprises me, I think, at this point, but I always hear something new. So it's kind of interesting. I think... That that's what makes this business so um, unique because everything is so different from time to time. Okay. I think we're just about out of time. There might be one other caller. I'm not sure. Yeah. If we could get one more on. Matt, is that another somebody else that wants to ask a question? Oh, sorry. Line two. I screwed that up. I'm screwing everything up. That's all right. Line two. We won't Let hold me it against hold you. you there. Here we go. Line two. Do you have a question for Clinton? Me? Yep. 
Okay, go ahead quickly because we're out of time. Quick. All right, sorry. Uh, just a quick question. I uh, bought my first home around six and a half years ago. Uh, during the first five years of owning that home, I had to uh, go through a consumer proposal. Mm-hmm. And uh, when it was time to renew, I went for a two-year to get a, I guess, the best payment without it increasing. Of course, mm-hmm. I wasn't eligible for any kind of discounts. Mm-hmm. Um, now my two years coming up, in, or my that two years coming up in another six months or so, um, is it even worth it for me to try and shop around while I'm still within that consumer proposal? Okay, I'm going to let you go, and you can listen to the radio. He'll answer your question, okay? Great, thank okay, you. Listen, thank you. Go Great ahead. question. We yeah. see consumers that have previously gone bankrupt or through a consumer proposal all the time. It happens. Um, I think that, you know, the indebtedness of Canadians is on a rise. Um, really, we look at how is the credit reestablished. So we want the consumer proposal to be paid off, and we want to see the consumer typically two years after that's been discharged. And we want them to have two new pieces of credit, mm-hmm. uh, at least for two years. So we really like seeing maybe a new car loan and maybe a new credit card with at least a $2,000 limit. And we want to see A1, A1 repayment after yeah. any of that stuff happens. Perfect. Great answers. Great questions, everybody. Thanks for calling. How do people get a hold of you? I think the first step is checking us out online. You can visit us at teamclinton.ca slash radio. Lots of great information there. Feel free to reach out to me. Um, you know, And you'll be back here next month. We'll be back. We can't wait. It's sun shining. It's a great day to go look at some real estate. And, you know, Sunday is all about those open houses. So if you have any questions, you know where to find us. And thanks for the coffee. I appreciate Anytime. it. Anytime. And by the way, I posted a link to the Todd Vino Show Facebook page with Clinton. So that's another way to get a hold of him. So no shortages of ways to get a hold of this guy. When we come back, thanks, Clinton. Anytime. We'll see you next month. We'll see you next time. When we come back, NDP leader Gary Burrow will be, will be back.